0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of Beast Perspectives Radio. So, man, breaking news from last night. Andrew Luck, quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, is calling it a career and is retiring. Um, very, very, very shocking to say the least. You know, Andrew Luck has been, you know, one of the best quarterbacks you know, since he got drafted, you know, out of Stanford back in 2012. And, you know, honestly, um, it's very shocking, you know, especially, you know, this close to the kickoff to the regular season, you know. But if you think about it, you have to understand. And I know that Andrew Luck is a very tough quarterback. And to be honest, guys, He's really the sole reason that's kept the Colts a competitive team, you know, because look at it this way. They've had a poor offensive line. They never really got an offensive line, you know, when he was drafted. You know, they got the guard from Notre Dame, which I thought was a tremendous pick. But you often wonder, you know, was that pick too little too late? Because, or I should say, you know, was... The fact that they addressed the O-line after he had these injuries, a lacerated kidney, you know, a torn labrum, you know. I mean, is it too late, the fact that they got offensive line? Because if you think about it, you know, since 2015, he's missed 26 games due to these injuries, you know, all these problems. And, you know, I will say this about Andrew Luck. You know, the guy is one of the toughest quarterbacks, you know, in recent memory that's taken this kind of beating with that offensive line. And when I think of Andrew Luck, you know, that's taking these type of injuries, I also think of a guy like Cam Newton. You know, Cam Newton's a big, strong quarterback, but we all know that the guy's taken a lot of hits too. As well as Ben Roethlisberger, the only difference between guys like Roethlisberger and guys like Andrew Luck is that Roethlisberger has a much better offensive line to work around with compared to Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck not only, you know, hasn't had a very good offensive line, you know, but he hasn't had much of a running back, you know. And other than T.Y. Hilton, he's not had much help at the receiver position. So... It's a, it's a major blow because honestly, you know, here recently I was thinking the Colts have a really good opportunity to win the division, you know, and I say that because the Jacksonville Jaguars have struggled, but how much of that is inconsistent quarterback play? Very, very, very possible, honestly. Uh, not to mention the fact that they went out and got Nick Foles, who is a phenomenal quarterback, But is he going to be able to have that success he did in Philly with the Jacksonville Jaguars? It remains to be seen. And so you also look at the Houston Texans. But the Houston Texans are also in a predicament of their own with the fact that they may try to trade Jadeveo on Clowney. So it's an interesting situation. Right now the division's up for grabs. Um, You know, up until last night, I was thinking that the Colts have a very strong chance um, of of winning the division and and making the playoffs. You know, um, the Colts were, you know, one game away from going into the AFC Championship game. And, you know, the fact that Andrew Luck, you know, helped that team is phenomenal. Considering the fact that going into the 2018 season... Did we know that he would have the success he did, honestly? Or even the fact that could he throw the football as well as he did before, you know, because he missed the entire 2017 season? You know, is he is he going to be able to be the same guy, honestly? And I'll be honest, you know, I had my fair share of, you know, questions. I was like, is he going to be the same Andrew Luck? And, man, last season he played lights out. And, I mean, played really, really well and better than I expected, you know. I thought he was going to be kind of eased in a little bit, you know. But, no, the guy had a great year. Passed for, I believe, over 4,000 yards and a lot of touchdowns. So, um, did tremendous. But, you know, for Colts fans, I know it's very shocking. Um, It didn't look good, the fact that, you know, you had Colts fans, you know, boo him, you know, when he made the announcement, you know, or during the preseason game, you know, I get their frustration, but at the same time though, the guys put his heart and soul into the organization. So I think honestly, walking away is the best decision for Andrew Luck. Um, You know, I would hate to see him, you know, play for more years down the road only to have more serious injuries. And you don't want that, honestly, guys. You you know you don't want any type of you know player having to go through that. You know you look at some great players that's retired. You know before, you know you know during their prime years, if you will. You look at Barry Sanders. You look at Calvin Johnson. Sorry, Detroit fans. You know I, I have to mention those two guys. Those are two fantastic players. But I also will mention Patrick Willis one of the best linebackers, man. I mean, if, if you think about it, you know, yeah, we had Ray Lewis back then when Patrick Willis, you know, just came in the rookie year, but, uh, you know, I'm like, wow, this guy is phenomenal. I mean, just a all-around phenomenal type of linebacker and a guy that I would love to have on my team, you know, <laughs> but uh, he retired early and and it was, it was injuries. I think it was due to a nagging toe injury, which, you know, you play a linebacker position, you're always on the go. You know, that's going to be constant pain no matter what. So it stinks, man. Um, I, I kind of get why the NFL, you know, is making these, you know, rules to protect the quarterbacks more often. But in this scenario, I'm going to go with, you know, it falls on the previous general manager um, for failing to get an offensive line, you know, built in front of them. You know, if it would have made much more sense. You know, after the fact that Andrew Luck got drafted, you would have put forth some draft picks to protect Andrew Luck for the next couple drafts after he was drafted. You know, make it a prime suspect. You know, to get him. You know, to get him protected. You know, granted, getting offensive line fans may not like that. It may not be a sexy pick. You know, it may not be the top blue chip wide receiver of the century or whatever. But I'm like, you got a guy who's uh, an incredible athlete. I remember during the draft, you know, people before he was drafted were comparing him to John Elway. The next great guy since John Elway, which speaks high volumes. And so I'm thinking, man, this guy's going to be sensational. But ultimately, he didn't get himself, you know, a very good offensive line due to the general manager. And so... You know, my point is, you know, it sucks, man. Um, I'm not a Colts fan, but as a fan of, you know, football, you hate to see a guy like this retire. And I'm a Jets fan. I've made that very clear um, on my podcast. And I'm worried about Sam Darnold. You know, um, the Jets don't have the best, you know, offensive line in the league. And look what happened last year. He got hurt. And after he came back, he played lights out. So, You know, I have some questions as far as, you know, the offensive line goes because if Sam Darnold's hurt, we're screwed. (laughs) So, but speaking of which, right, so we talked about Andrew Luck. By the way, I want to wish him the very best of luck going forward you know, as far as him and his family goes, his health, because, you know, no amount of money is going to fix up your health and everything like that. You know, you only get one body. You can put it through so much hell and so much type of beating and everything, and you're going to be in constant pain. And, you know, no amount of money is worth it. You only get one body. You know, if you screw it up, man, it's just, and you're not going to really live a very good quality of life. And that's just my opinion. Um, but speaking of quarterback, and go into the other quarterback the Colts have, Jacoby Brissett, um, not a bad quarterback. Um, I know he has been; um, he's had his moments. I think he's like five and ten, five and twelve as a starter uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. But the guy looks like you know he can play for sure, and definitely a capable quarterback. Um, the question is, is he a franchise guy? You know, does the Indianapolis Colts go out and? Build the team around Jacoby Brissett, you know, get you a, um, you know, top-notch, you know, guard or tackle or center or what have you and protect him and also looking at depth at the wide receiver position, you know, or maybe even rebuild from scratch, right, and trade away some players like a fire cell. I mentioned this uh, to one of my friends on Twitter last night where guys like T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron. Man, they can, they can bring some trade value. Eric Ebron improved last season, did a pretty good job. T.Y. Hilton's been a pretty good wide receiver since his came in the league. And uh, I will mention some key things here. So if a team wants T.Y. Hilton, I could see a team like the Seattle Seahawks guys getting T.Y. Hilton. Why do I say that? They just drafted D.K. Metcalf. You know, they're they're fine at wide receiver. They got a number one receiver. We don't need a number one receiver. You know, we've already got a big guy like, you know, D.K. Metcalf. He's going to be the number one starter at some point when he's ready and he's healthy. Well, he's banged up right now, and the wide receivers of the Seattle Seahawks are banged up. So why not bring in a veteran like a T.Y. Hilton and try to make a competitive push, you know, for the Seahawks to, you know, go to the Super Bowl. You know, Russell Wilson's an amazing quarterback. You know, they still have a really good defense. And if you get a guy like a T.Y. Hilton, you know, who's a deep threat receiver and also can catch really well too, you know, I think it makes sense to bring him in. Um, the Seahawks, you know, have a lot of draft picks, you know, look what they did with the most recent draft. They kept trading down and trading, trading, and they acquired a lot of picks for next year's draft. So they're loaded. So I could see them pulling off a, um, a, uh, a trade with the, uh, Indianapolis Colts to get TY, um, at the right price. Obviously I could see maybe a third round pick, maybe a fourth round pick, but, for uh, first round pick second round pick no not at all but third third or fourth round pick is you know a more uh feasible i guess you can say um option than trading away you know anything like that um with ty's value and his contract and everything you know I, i'd say about a third or fourth round is is more like it um anything lower than that is crazy um, so I think it's possible he can get traded. And a team like the Seahawks can take this as an opportunity, you know, give the general manager of the Colts right now a call say, hey, you know, what can we get for, you know, uh, T.Y., you know, or I'm sorry, um, vice versa. <laughs> they call the Colts and they could ask, you know, hey, you know, what's the price for T.Y.? And if Colts' your manager like, oh, we can, you know, ship him off third, fourth round pick, shoot, do it, man. It's a done deal. You know, I think that would be incredible on the Seahawks part to get a guy like him. And um, another great guy, Eric Ebron. So the Colts and the uh, Patriots, they've been known to trade, you know, some players here and there. And uh, they seem like, you know, suitable trade partners. Eric Ebron, the Patriots, man, they uh, they have question marks at the tight end position. Bill Belichick, you know is a great coach at, you know, getting the most out of his players. But, you know, replacing a guy like Gronkowski, that's going to be very tough. And if you get a guy that's an experienced veteran like Eric Ebron, I think that's going to help, you know, cushion the blow of losing a Hall of Fame tight end like Rob Gronkowski. And I think it's, you know, based off of the right price. You know, what's what's his trade value? You know, the Patriots may try to get him for – Maybe a fourth round pick, maybe a fifth round pick. So it's possible. And then the Colts, man, they could just try to go from there and just acquire picks Um, and make a push to, you know, get a top notch quarterback, you know, in next year's draft. You know, um, so we'll see how it goes, but I think players, you know, like T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron, maybe some other players out there are going to, you know, attract teams is like, you know, Hey, let's, let's get these guys, you know, for a good price and just kind of go from there. So I think it'll be interesting. Um, you know, they still have, you know, they're still a young team. So, but I think it makes sense if you're going to rebuild, trade away some of the veteran players and give them a chance to not only compete for a ring. Um, but, you know, the other guys can have a chance to step up. Um, And and in T.Y. Hilton, I think he would have a good chance at competing for a ring with the Seahawks, and same can be said for Eric Ebron playing for the Patriots. Tom Brady says he wants to play to 45, and the way he's playing, he can play maybe even longer than 45, maybe 46, 47, give or take. So, I mean, he's just, (laughs) he keeps on going. So, definitely an interesting season man let me tell you this season is going to be crazy you know Tom Brady's going to be playing you know another season you know how much longer does he got left in the tank you have guys like Patrick Mahomes a rising star the way he played last last year man was Finn. Fantastic, I, Man, the guy's got a cannon of an arm. We see the Cleveland Browns, you know, a team that suffered so much. They have a great quarterback like Baker Mayfield, who appears to be the franchise quarterback. They have Odo Beckham Jr., who they traded, you know, from the Giants, you know, earlier um, this offseason. You know, the pieces are in play. Um, and so, honestly, the the AFC is wide open, you know. The Steelers, Their their first-round pick, uh, Devin Bush, I believe, he's playing really well. Their team I'm not going to sleep on. Yeah, they trade away Antonio Brown. Yeah, they don't have Le'Veon Bell. But you know what? The Steelers have been really good about one thing, the next man up mentality, especially at the wide receiver position. For as long as I can remember, the Steelers have been very good at finding the talent, especially in the draft, at getting wide receivers. You look at the Steelers back then, you know, Stallworth, you know, guys like them, um, and even Heinz Ward, you know, Steelers have always been really good at drafting wide receivers. Santonio Holmes, you know, he had that miraculous catch, and then they had solid guys like Mike Wallace, and and, and just the list goes on. So, incredible group of guys, man. So, this, uh, this season's going to be um, a very interesting one. Very tough for the Colts. I feel bad for the Colts, man, because, you know, they've had their... You know their opportunities to be in the Super Bowl but unfortunately their kryptonite you know when they were making those playoff pushes was the New England Patriots and so I think this you know puts them a step back but you know Tom Brady is not going to play forever so I think ultimately the outlook the future looks bright for the Colts maybe not right now maybe not this season maybe not next season but maybe in 3 or 4 years from now or maybe 5 years from now you know the Colts are going to have a formidable team and they're going to make another push for the playoffs and they're going to be a darn good team and maybe 3 or 4 years from now Tom Brady maybe already retired Ben Roethlisberger is going to be retired Philip Rivers is going to be retired and so that leaves young quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes Sam Darnold Baker Mayfield even you know to compete so it's going to be it's going to be wide open man in the AFC So it's going to be a really, really good season, man. But uh, Colts fans out there, you know, um, stay strong. And um, I highly doubt Andrew Luck's going to, you know, listen to this podcast or anything like that. But if he ever does, Andrew, man, you were a hell of a quarterback. Um, It was definitely great watching you play. Um, I know the expectations were crazy high. You know, fill in in shoes for a guy like Peyton Manning, who is one of the best quarterbacks to ever step on a football field. And I personally thought you played very, very well. And uh, you know, were you a Peyton Manning? No, man, you you were yourself. You were a tough, gritty quarterback that you know, you know, was not only a great teammate but a great player. And it was a it was great to watch you play. And, man, I I don't know, man. If, if, if things were different and the Colts would have gotten you um, a quality offensive line, I would have not have been surprised, you know, years down the road. Andrew Luck, Hall of Famer, just wins the time, you know. It doesn't matter if you win a Super Bowl or not. You know, the fact that you're beyond talented and the fact that, you know, you don't have a whole lot of talent around you, You know, and the fact that you elevate that talent and make your team better and make that playoff push, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. You know, it's like, it's like, think about with the whole LeBron James situation, you know what I mean? Like, okay, obviously with the Lakers last year, didn't have a great group of guys around him. Right. But LeBron James, you know, helped elevate that team to be playoff worthy until he got hurt and they kind of set people back. So I thought, you know, something similar like that was how you were. You know, am I saying, and guys, don't, don't get me wrong, am I saying Andrew Luck is, is like LeBron James? No, but I'm just saying he's got that type of it factor into him that he makes people around him much better. So um, Andrew, man, hell of a job, man. Um, if for some reason you get in the Hall of Fame, incredible, you know, um, hopefully you'll get considerations, honestly, just by the way you played the game and the numbers that you put up and, um, man, you were setting records, man. Um, so it just very unfortunate. Uh, you're a really great guy. Um, but man, I understand, man, if your body's taking a beating and if you feel like, you know, this is what's best for you, man, I, I support you, man, 110%. So, Hope all as well in retirement, man, and uh, enjoy life, man. And uh, for everybody that's listening to my podcast, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. Um, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy talking about football. It's a great sport. I used to play it back in high school and loved every minute of it. So best of luck to everybody's teams out there. Um, and thank you again for tuning in to another episode. And I hope everybody has a phenomenal rest of your day. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care and peace out. Bye-bye.